0: In this episode of Friends Fit 40s, our fitness part is about going outside. Our nutrition part is all about the protein. And our wellness part is getting you ready for daylight savings time. Get your notebooks ready. Friends Fit 40s is coming up. Friends Fit 40s is brought to you by Laura Mullenbrook and Stephanie Whiteman. This is a podcast about our fitness and wellness journey. We are two working moms who seek to live our best life. However, we are novices in the world of fitness. We are excited to share our ups, our downs,
1: and our roadblocks. Our journey has led us to emphasize the value of friendship, cooperation over competition, and celebrating the small victories along the way. This podcast is an invitation for you to laugh with us and actively construct your best day today and then again tomorrow. Welcome to Friends Fit
0: 40s. Oh my gosh, Laura. Today's run, even though it was colder out, was full of
1: sunshine. Right? Just like this whole week has been. I mean, what an amazing start to March that we've had here in the Midwest, just glorious. I mean, days where you could wear sandals and you could put your winter coat away. Ah, oh, you could just bathe in it. Ah, oh, I love it.
0: I dusted off my flip-flops this week, and they've been seeing a little bit of the outdoors as well. I was looking down at my toes thinking, I need to paint you. Yeah. The sun is coming. You're gonna peek out, right? Yeah. And so the outside is such a powerful, powerful. Motivator for me in terms of the season
1: and just my general demeanor. Right. I mean, you go out in the sunshine or even just driving when the sun's out. I mean, you want to turn the radio up louder. You want to sing a little stronger if that's what you do in the car. I mean, yeah, this power of the sunshine. If you could bottle that up and sell it. (laughs) Fantastic. So last week, so I mean, we had an amazing run this week. Last week's run at the beginning of this glorious sunshine-filled week. I mean, I just, I just get giddy thinking about it because it's that, it's that one moment of sunshine after the blaws of winter and you know we were going to that neighborhood and the kids were out and they had their toys and they had their jump ropes and their their bikes were all over the driveways they had their chalk and the parents were out mingling i mean it just brings me so much joy to see that because i remember doing that with my kids like you get out all the things and you just spend the afternoon outdoors because it's just so glorious i just wanna soak in that i love it so much yes
0: i've been enjoying going outside and 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 re-meeting my neighbors again. Right. It is Um, because it's such an opportunity to go out and say hey to all the people that might have been hibernating for a little
1: while. Right.
0: And uh, so everybody's kind of popping up in our worlds and definitely noticing a lot more folks out and about on the trails,
1: on the sidewalks with their pets, all of those things. We know that sunshine brings joy to our lives. But what is it? What is it about the sunshine, Stephanie, that that makes our lives better? Well, of course, it gives us vitamin D. It's a mood booster. Yes. And also, doesn't it give us serotonin?
0: Yes, it gives us serotonin. So what does serotonin do?
1: So serotonin is a chemical that naturally happens in your brain and the sun helps that to produce more, so that's one reason why you want to get some sunshine. Um, it's that chemical messenger that's believed to be the mood stabilizer, so that's why it's the mood booster. You can get serotonin
0: in exercise. You can get serotonin in different kinds of foods, like
1: eggs and turkey and
0: pineapple. That's interesting. I love all those things. How about a to turkey tofu turkey pineapple egg dish?
1: Mm. Maybe. Does it double boost, quadruple boost your mood? I don't know. You might be dancing on the ceiling at that point. Yeah, that could be fun. Yeah.
0: All right. And uh, it also increases in levels when you meditate. So all kinds of fun things to think about with this serotonin chemical. We need to figure out more about this. And we need to try some stuff out too, Laura. Yes. To go with serotonin. So anyway, we were on the out of doors. Yes. So there's all these fun things about the out-of-doors. Now, I know that when I go outside, I just go outside to feel good. And that when I come back in, I feel better, right? Yeah. But there's all of this research around going outside and why it benefits us. There is a study that was published in the International Journal of Environmental Health Research, which, OK, so first of all, I think that journal sounds really interesting and fun anyway. These people spend their entire lives just thinking about environmental health. I mean, that's a pretty cool topic, right? Yes. So I, I, now I want to know like all the t- kinds of things that are in this journal. But if you look in the, the Journal of Environmental Health Research in 2020, um, you're going to find an article that talks about the well-being after their subjects, their study subjects, visited an urban park. These researchers found that they automatically had noted boosts in their overall
1: well-being. I mean, it makes complete sense. I think especially in that city atmosphere, I'm thankful that, you know, we live someplace where it's not that busy hustle bustle of, you know, downtown skyscraper cities that are more urban area. But that if you get out in that nature, that you are going to be able to be more productive and and feel better.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And there's a big difference between like fluorescent light and the uh, the light out of doors. Yes. That natural light. So the study just also tells us that when you go outside, you have a higher life satisfaction. Then there's this whole thing about being outside and being able
1: to sleep better at night. Which we all want good sleep. I don't know anybody. If you go into a room, I don't think you could ask anybody and say, hey, who who likes to not get good sleep? <laughs> I'm pretty sure you would hear crickets. Right? Yep. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you would
0: hear crickets. So uh, the being outside can help us with our circadian rhythm which is so fascinating to me because I am listening to uh, a master class on sleep and the value of importance of circadian rhythm. More of that to come. But essentially, when you go outside, it wakes your body up, but then also kind of sets up the situation so that you can um, go to sleep easier with the melatonin later on that your body naturally makes.
1: Right. Well, I, I've read several research studies that talk about if you go out and you get Daylight as soon as you wake up, that it starts your whole systems, circadian systems, metabolism, all that. It gets gets it going. Like it's good to have daylight first thing in the morning. Okay. So, well, I need to give that a try as well. I get to school so early
0: in the morning.
1: You don't need that. Have it's hard the to get
0: daylight. But it's getting lighter earlier. It might be easier for me to get daylight before I go to work. Yes. All right. So, just some things about going outside. And if you go outside and you feel great, there is actually science behind that. All right, Laura, this episode is us thinking about all the things that are just kind of at the top of our heads right now. So we're going outside, we're soaking in the sun. At the same time, we're thinking, how are we going to increase our run for the next uh, half marathon that we're working on? How are we going to add those weights into our weekly schedule? And how are we going to eat eat in order to to make those things happen? And one of the the points that we were thinking about is that protein
1: is important. Yes. Honestly, before I started this whole wellness journey, I truly thought that it was the weight that you lift in the gym that help you to build muscle only. Like, I didn't think you'd have to eat protein to help build muscle, but come to find out, you do. Yeah, yeah. It's the combination of the two.
0: Right. And the amount of protein that you eat is dependent upon what kind of body you have, right? What your medical professional suggests that you do because there's different protein intakes for different kinds of situations Mm -hmm. that you might encounter. And then also what kind of level of leanness you want to be and uh, how your body metabolizes food. I always look towards the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics for just standard recommendations on anything that has to do with nutrition. They keep up with all the current research. They are constantly publishing articles that are just kind of best practice in research. You can find them at eatright.org. They're the folks that talk about the MyPlate stuff. Um, If you're thinking about their PSAs, that kind of thing, it's the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics. Uh, when I studied nutrition in college, it was the, uh, the, the, American Dietetic Association. So they just changed their name. So if you look on that website, they have a huge range of protein suggestions for folks. Uh, For women, uh, they recommend a certain amount of grams of protein per pound, um, which ends up being about 58 grams a day if you're a 165-pound person like myself. If you are an athlete, though, that same 165-pound person may need to eat more protein due to their uh, using of their muscles and their working out and all those kinds of things. So that could range anywhere from 90 to 150 grams of protein. This, guys, is a huge range. And so you got to figure out what works best for you.
1: And Um, count in your activity level.
0: Yes, absolutely. And another consideration is that your body more efficiently breaks down carbohydrates than proteins. And so you've got to figure out if you want your body using the protein for fuel or the carbohydrates for fuel. Mm. And this is where you get into all of those other kinds of diets like the keto diets and those kinds of things. Um, So it just depends upon your body, your metabolism, the things that you want to do and Your weight workouts, those kinds of things. So um, I suggest that you go to the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics at eatright.org, find out some more information, and then just start um, talking to your medical providers, your nutrition trainers, your people, and... Figure out what's going to work for you. I plug in my food on my fitness pal, and that gives me a protein intake and it kind of keeps track of all those things for me. So I don't necessarily have to do the math.
1: And that's kind of a foolproof way to do it.
0: Yes. Um, although the math is kind of interesting too. So just different kinds of things to think about with protein. And not all protein is created equal oh, either. Oh, that
1: is so true. And I think oftentimes, People, especially when they get into weight loss, um, they're gravitating towards a lot of protein shakes as their main source of protein. And that's not necessarily the best way to get all your protein. I mean, it definitely is okay for some, but I think you can get in a mindset where you just need to take all these protein supplements. And that's not really your best way to get that into your body.
0: You also have your leaner proteins like your chicken and Mm -hmm. your lean fish. And turkeys are some leaner proteins and then proteins that have a little bit of more fat to them. And then there's also proteins that are in your grains and your beans. And so that's another consideration as well. And those proteins, you have to be a little bit more thoughtful about how you eat them. It's because, all about
1: the pairing, right? Yeah, yeah, because
0: they're not complete proteins. So your animal proteins are going to be your complete proteins, but your your legume proteins. Mm-hmm. And your uh, grain proteins are going to be incomplete, and you've got to think about how you eat those paired with each other
1: in order to make a complete protein. So much to know, right? Yeah, I mean, it is. It, it, no wonder, no wonder, weight loss can be such a mystery because it has to do with all this science, right? And if you're not knowledgeable about it, or you've not got somebody coaching you or steering you in the right direction, it can really just be kind of going out there and trying things. And that that could be frustrating because you won't get the results you want.
0: Exactly. And it might take a long time. However, there's so much information out there that I think having a couple of good solid places to go to is really important. That's why I always look at eatright.org. It's not my only place for nutrition information, but it is one place that I know is going to give me solid information because these are the folks that are on the forefront of all of the nutrition research that's out there. And uh, when I I have a degree in nutrition, when I studied nutrition, that organization was just up to date with everything. And so it's really a good starting place. And then you can kind of figure out who your experts are uh, branching off from there. All right, Laura, before we start this segment, I need to do a PSA. (laughs) Be sure that if you are enjoying our podcast that you follow us on Facebook. We have a Facebook page at Friends Fit 40s. We would love to have you like our page. We oftentimes will post more information on that page than you get in our weekly podcast. Also, we have an Instagram site at FriendsFit40s. So follow us on Instagram as well. Leave us a note. Let us know how we're doing, things that you would like to hear us talk about, questions you might have, or just your celebrations? What are you doing in your world that you're proud of that we can celebrate with with you? We'll be sure to give you a shout out if you do that. So follow us on Facebook and Instagram so that we can uh, give you even more information and stay in touch with you throughout the week. All right, Laura, did you know that next week is daylight savings time? Oh, do we have to? Do we have to do that? I know. Daylight, like, it's the spring daylight savings time is the one that I don't like. Right,
1: because you lose an hour. You lose an sleep. hour, and then it's like I've lost a week. Right. Yeah. Like, for, and for what? Like, I didn't go on a vacation and have jet lag. Like, it's just, I go to bed in my bed, and then I wake up the next morning, and I have one hour less sleep, and I still have to do all my things I normally do on one more hour of sleep.
0: You know what? It should be a national holiday.
1: Oh, let's start a petition for that. Right, yes. I want
0: I want a day off so that I can acclimate myself to <laughs> um, the new time change. Yeah, right.
1: Yeah. Well, you know there are many areas and states that don't observe I know. it, which is which is Perhaps so. We should go move there. Yeah,
0: interesting in and of itself because you might go across a state line and you might get all wonky with the times just because of
1: not. Observing. So, yeah. That's right. what happened to
0: us. Yeah. We went
1: to Arizona last year. Yeah. We didn't realize how many time zones, and it was actually because they didn't observe daylight savings time, so we gained more time. Hmm. Yeah. It was crazy. That is crazy. So did you know
0: that the day after daylight savings time, that there is
1: an increased risk of heart attack, car accidents, and strokes? I mean, I didn't, but it makes complete sense because sleep is so important. So if you don't have sleep, then those things are going to increase. The increase of heart attacks
0: the day after daylight savings time averages 24% increase.
1: Is it because we're rushing because we have one less hour? Is that, I is don't that know. that's crazy. That's crazy. So
0: if you're listening to this before daylight savings time happens, just be careful, right? Well,
1: and plan. Plan, yes, plan for daylight savings time because here we are. If you're listening to this podcast on the day that we release it, which is Monday, March 7th, you have a week yes. to prepare. All right. So it's like boot camp. Yep. 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 It is boot camp. So
0: first you need to solidify your nighttime routine.
1: Yes. Get so that sucker down to this be, week. Mm-hmm. Like In preschool, we would make picture cues, but you don't need to because you guys are all adults. So just have a routine, something that you do one after the other and stick with it.
0: Fuzzy, bunny, slippers, whatever it is, do it all week. Okay. All right. Check. So another thing to remember: we know this, and it's so hard. Like I know you want a wordle before you go to bed or the first thing in the morning, right? But you gotta cut out the blue light right before you go to bed. Yes, and it's like
1: thirty minutes to an hour. And honestly, I can tell you that I don't always do that. So no, I don't either. Yeah, my I want son a is really good at it. He will cut it out an hour before. I I struggle with that. So and the reason is because. It makes your brain think that you want to be awake instead of helping that circadian rhythm and getting you to calm down.
0: Yeah. It's so, like a
1: melatonin thing. Right. Yeah. Okay. And you don't want to be amped up before bed because then it's going to take you longer to fall asleep. And then you stack daylight savings on top of that. And maybe now you've lost two hours of sleep. And whew, that could right. be bad for your heart um, attacks, heart attacks car accident, car st- strokes. strokes.
0: Yeah. Oh, my. Yeah. yeah. Seriously. So go outside when it's sunny. So enjoy the sun during the day and then turn down the blue light at night. Turn it off. So what do you do instead? <laughs> no phones, no
1: TVs. What do you do? You're going to read. Yeah. You're or, gonna read. Or, or you could journal. Yeah. About what you're happy about. You could play a board game. You could. Right. Yeah. I mean, you could meditate. I mean, you could read a book or a magazine. Oh, yeah. You no, know, it doesn't have to be a book. Like I think oftentimes when we say read, we think books. But there are a lot of great oh, yeah. magazines out there and a lot of great magazines that are talking about spring things right now. So go there pick your, go. pick yourself up one of those. You could listen to Friends Fit Forties. You could. We don't have blue light. No, we don't. You just gotta like turn, turn us on over. and turn yeah, yeah. Turn the phone over. Yep. Yeah. And you got thirty minutes ish. I mean, hopefully we don't put you to sleep though. Like that. We don't want No, but we're gonna calm you down. Yes. And we're gonna like you're gonna have happy dreams of rainbows and like owls. And celebrations. Right. So that, that would be fun. Yes. Of course, you can exercise, but they say exercising right before bed is harmful too because that raises your heart rate. And I think it's, again, with that circadian rhythm, it's not the most beneficial for your sleep to exercise right before bed. Okay. So take a bath. Yes. Drink a cup of tea. Yes. Meditate. Turn off your blue light. Turn off
0: your blue light. Journal.
1: Get read, outside earlier get when outside it is early. sunny.
0: Don't stress out.
1: do you have your notebook ready are you writing all these things down
0: (laughs) yoga with adrian (laughs) yes you could probably cook probably need to cook for tomorrow because if you eat that late it's not
1: gonna be good either right so cook for tomorrow yes and then close your eyes and go off to dreamland yeah talk to somebody oh yes hug your people yep yeah you do that too
0: hug your animals yes All those things. So there you go. There's a whole list of fun things to think about um, during this week of daylight savings time. You got a week, guys.
1: Yep. Get get it all situated. Unless you live in one of those great states that doesn't celebrate it and you're going to just keep on keeping on. That's right. Yeah. Then, you know, just continue. Yep. Normal
0: routine. Yep. Wordle. That's right. You (laughs) can do that. Now, Laura, it is time for our... Weekly homework. So your weekly homework this week. Let's figure out your protein. You can write that down in your notebook.
1: Yes, you can. How much protein are you eating? You can track your stuff using MyFitnessPal. Right. And think about what your goals are. Are you trying to lose some fat? Are you trying to build some muscle? Are you training for something? Because all that affects how much protein you need. So figure out your goal, then figure out your protein. Yeah. 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 And, and then get some sleep this yes, week because yeah. you want to prepare for yep. that um, evil daylight savings time that's coming the yep. t- t- the time bomb ticking is happening so yep. it's coming and we're
0: going to embrace it, we're going to love it and we're going to wake up the day after daylight savings time and we're going to be sunshine we're going to rock it All right. in the meantime, enjoy your week
1: go, move, breathe share move. kindness with others you, you got, got this them. Do you love Friends Fit 40s? Subscribe to our podcast, leave a review, and share the podcast with your friends. Tag us when you share so we know you are enjoying our work.
0: Also, follow us on Instagram. Feel free to email us at friendsfit40s at gmail.com with your thoughts and comments. We'd love to hear from you.